movement that encourages you to live with less stuff and find more time and joy in the process. So what is minimalish? It's a grace-filled way of doing the same thing. Sustainable, realistic minimalism that actually makes sense for your life. It's not all about subscribing to a movement and trying to do it perfectly, but rather questioning how that movement fits best within your life. The Minimalish Podcast is here to help make life lighter realistically for the everyday mom. I'm Desiree, and my passion is to help you enjoy motherhood, your family, and your home by cutting the clutter and excess stuff in your life. Minimalism has helped me not only make my home a better place, but also become a better version of myself. So that's what I'm here to talk to you about each week. So grab a cup of coffee and let's walk towards simple together. Hi friends, welcome to the Minimalish Podcast. Man, it has been a week over here of podcasting things and honestly, it is only Wednesday when I'm recording this. And I am tired. In fact, I told myself that during nap time, I was not going to create anything. I was just going to nap and read. But this thought has been something that's been on my mind for a few days. And when I get like that, I know that I have to write it down. And then I wrote it down. And I hope it makes sense. But... (laughs) It's really meaningful to me, and it's something that's been really important to me lately. And I wanted to record it just right now while I was still kind of feeling the same emotions. So today I'm talking about how to be a happier mom. And it's not really a how-to episode, to be honest. Um, Maybe I will try to wrap it up at the end with a couple more practical tips, but this is more of kind of a memoir style episode. Sometimes I like to write in that way and sometimes I just like to read it off to you in that way as well. So that's what I'm doing today. That's what's good for my heart right now and maybe it will be good for your heart too. And I also want to say that this episode is kind of following the lead of my last two solo episodes where I talked about slowing down and even before that where I talked about priorities. This has all been kind of like a huge movement and shift in my life and in my motherhood and they all go hand in hand and so this is also kind of piggybacking off of my episode about slower living and if you haven't listened to that one it was episode 22 so you can go back and listen to that. So let me start with saying that lately I have liked the person that I am more than probably ever before in my life. And lately I'm feeling pretty happy. Lately I'm feeling a lot lighter than I was feeling before. And like I said, right now as I read this, as I talk to you, it's Wednesday and I'm a little bit tired. I work early mornings. My one and a half year old has been having some weird sleep things happening. She will wake up in the middle of the night randomly and I'm just, my sleep, my sleep schedule is not used to that. My body's not used to that. But still, I can breathe. I don't feel the pressure and the weight on my shoulders that I was feeling before. Motherhood before made me really anxious in the beginning. And then I tried with all I could to grasp for joy. In those like more beginning months, those first few months, I started, you know, writing more and I started using the phrase 
joyful motherhood. And that's what I was grasping for. That's what I wanted so badly to choose to be happy. But it kept slipping through my fingers. And it was a lot of things. I was overwhelmed. I was doing too much. I had too many things going on in my life. But what really was it? Like, what was making me this way? I knew, I knew that was part of it. But maybe it was just that motherhood really was going to be kind of a somewhat miserable pursuit. Like, honestly, a lot of us can make it out to be on social media by using hashtag mom life after we talk about how we haven't slept for months or how, you know, we just feel like there's no time for ourselves or, you know, we're just living this like martyrdom style motherhood. We're all a bunch of martyrs and we are a slave to our kids and that's life. So maybe that's really what it was. I don't know. Was motherhood really just about sleepless nights and anxious thoughts and messes all the time? And I I just, from the beginning, I couldn't believe that because I had this precious little babe and I couldn't let myself believe that these anxious thoughts, this hard, tired life was all that it was. There was something more, obviously the love, but like what, what else? Like how can I find joy in this pursuit? How can I find joy in motherhood? And what I realized is that motherhood made me miserable if I let it. And then also motherhood made me happy if I let it. When I stopped thinking about myself and what other people were thinking about my choices as a mother, when I stopped thinking about all the milestones and, you know, was Gemma ahead of the curve or was she behind it? Did she weigh enough? Like all of these little things I was worried about. And I was worried about others' thoughts about me as a mother and thoughts about my child, the expectations other people had for my child, the expectations maybe I had of my child, and the expectations people had of me as a mom. But it was most important that I let go of the expectations that I had of my child and of myself. So I had to let go of the other people's expectations, but I had to let go of my expectations too. Because when those thoughts controlled me, I'd either spring to action or I'd be like crippled and not able to take the next step. When I spring into action, I'd try to fill my days with activities. And in between those activities, cleaning maybe, I don't know. And in between the cleaning, endless thoughts of, is this how other people are doing it? Why is my child the only one climbing on things at the library? What do other mom's days look like? Is it the same as my day? Am I doing it right? Is this really all there is? Like, is it okay if I just kind of let the day go and we do nothing? Is that okay? Is that what other moms are doing? Am I doing it right? I let myself feel rushed at all times. I found ways to be busy, to make motherhood an action verb, something I had to be constantly doing. Am I motherhooding good enough? And then if they didn't spring me to action, those thoughts just truly exhausted me. They paralyzed me, and that was even worse. I'd find myself like not able to get off the couch. I'd let my house just completely become a disaster. I couldn't move. In this crazy world where comparison is more accessible than ever through social media, there are a million ways, always, that I'm not measuring up to my Instagram feed. But what if motherhood isn't about how much I'm measuring up? That's what I've been realizing. And that's kind of the thought that 
took root in my mind one day. What if motherhood actually doesn't have to be a synonym with busy? What if more activities isn't what my child needs? Because I know it surely isn't what I need. One day, while I was in the pursuit of finding more things for Gemma and I to do in the dead of winter when all I want to do is stay inside, I decided to just do what I wanted and stay in. And I decided to move through the day slowly. I decided it was okay to not have a long to-do list and less hustle might actually be a good thing. I decided to let Gemma play on her own without worrying that I was a bad mom for tidying up the kitchen while she played in the next room. I decided to cuddle instead of bring out a messy sensory activity. What was crazy was that when I watched Gemma on this slower day, I saw what she actually needed from me. She needed a mom who was aware of her, a mom who cared for her needs, a mom who accepts her as she is, a mom who supports her learning and doesn't force it on her, a mom who loves her unconditionally, a mom who follows her own intuition about what motherhood should look like for her. I realize that many toddlers, including my own, move at a very fast pace. One minute they are sitting, the next minute they are on top of the table, somehow. I don't know how this happens when I look away for five seconds, but it does. But I also learned pretty quickly that I don't need to match her speed. That a slower pace of life actually supports her growth much better. When we move slower, I can see a tantrum when it's coming. And then I can support her in that tantrum instead of reacting to it like a toddler myself. When we move slower, there is more independent, creative play. When we move slower, there is more time for cuddling and eye contact. So this slower pace, I realized it was good for her and I kept at it. And in living slower, like I kind of talked about in episode 22, I started to say no. To say no to the activity I felt like we should go to. To say no to the things that just felt forced. I started to become a happier person when I started to live a life that actually fit me. Not the person I imagined I should be. Me. Like who I really am. Slower days fit me well. And I started to become a happier mother when I let motherhood be. When I realized it was something that lived within me. It was just who I was now. It was in my bones. It was who I was becoming with each decision I made when I kind of tuned just who we are together and who I am as a mom. That's when I started to become a happier mom. The more I slowed down, the less my thoughts revolved around myself. Am I doing this right? Am I enough? The answer is yes, if I'm awake to her. If I'm aware, if I'm finding joy in this day with her, if I'm showing her the love that she needs, I'm doing it right. And as my thoughts shifted from myself, they were able to fall on her more often. I should note that before, it was more of like a helicopter style of thought around both myself and her. Am I doing it right? Is she okay? Is she doing it right? Is she developing on track? Are we okay? An anxious, crazy helicopter. Now my thoughts rested on both of us. The thoughts of are we okay are now about creating our life around who we truly are, who I'm learning that I am in my core and who she is becoming as I kind of allow her instead of forcing things on her. And as I follow her lead at times, I learn from her too. I'm a happier mom because I'm watching a little girl grow and learn. And as I watch, I'm learning. I'm learning to be brave and determined. 
I'm learning to choose joy. I'm learning delight in the small things because instead of watching a feed of pictures I'll never measure up to, I'm learning from a child how to have childlike faith, how to live joyfully, how to live content. It's a really pure kind of living that is hard to find in adulthood, but I think we're called to it. We're called to fight for that in our lives too, as adults, as moms. And so it's really just like such a gift to get to watch her live It's still hard. There are still tantrums. I'm still tired. There is less judgment, though, on both of us, at least from myself. And that's honestly all that matters. Choose to judge me or my child? I don't care, as long as I'm not the one doing the judging. I'm learning about myself and learning about life through motherhood. Because I won't survive it if I keep trying to pretend I'm someone different. Because I've learned that the joy of a child is maybe a glimpse of what life was really meant to be. And when life is slower and I'm kinder to myself and I spend time just truly enjoying my daughter, no judgment or agenda attached, I'm happier. And what I want though more than to be happy is to be an example that you can be happy. There is so much crazy in this world and you can be tired, life can be hard, Tantrums can come, really hard things and really hard days can come, but you can still choose joy and you can still be happy. I'm not saying in every single minute, I'm not saying in every single day, but overall, you can choose those things. I believe happiness comes from something outside of ourselves, ultimately, but I also think part of it lies in choosing to love ourselves truly, just as we are. And I know that sounds cliche, but I just, I don't see happiness being possible if we don't accept ourselves as we are. It doesn't come unless we stop passing judgment on ourselves. I think in so many ways, happiness is a choice and we can't make it when we're stuck in the cycle of judging ourselves and believing we aren't good enough. There is freedom and lighter life on the other side of self-judgment. There's freedom on the other side of knowing yourself and letting yourself be who God actually made you to be. And I'm not saying we can't work to make ourselves a better version. Like, I believe that is so important as well. But I'm just saying we cannot become better if we are being jerks to ourselves. We cannot become better if we're judging ourselves constantly and if we're not first accepting who we are right now and choosing to love that person and choosing to believe that person is enough. I hope that she sees that in me. I hope she learns that. I mean, it's a lesson she's taught me, honestly, but I know she'll forget it if she grows up to watch a mother who is never truly happy with who she is. I'm not going to teach her to live that story. I think that as moms, we really do so often worry about other moms judging us. And it can be family, it can be friends, it can be someone we don't even know on the internet. We worry about this, and I know that I worry about it. But what I've learned is that I'm my biggest judge. I'm the biggest judge of my own motherhood, and I've been the biggest judge of my own motherhood all along. I've been the one telling myself that I'm not good enough at this, that I'm not enough. I became a happier mom when I chose to stop passing that judgment on myself, when I decided to live out my motherhood in a way that truly fits who I am, not the person that I think I should be. 
I'm not just talking to moms when I say that we need to stop passing judgment on ourselves. I'm talking about everyone. But moms, this is so important because our kids are watching us. And yes, I've learned so much from watching Gemma and I'm learning from her about how to live. And the hard part is that I know that she is going to learn from me how to live too. So how do we live with less judgment on ourselves? How do we love ourselves better? How do we care for ourselves so that our daughters and our sons grow up watching us do that? Watching us live with joy and happiness because we're choosing to care for ourselves. We're choosing to like the person that we were made to be. I don't have all the answers. I'm not perfect at this. But I know I've just struggled with self-esteem, honestly. And, and it's, it's from so many things. And if we look at ourselves, if you're someone who struggles with that, who struggles with, you know, loving yourself and who struggles with always constantly like having a negative mindset and a negative self inner dialogue, you know, if you struggle with those things, then what is it? What's causing that? Who told you that story? You know, who told you you weren't enough? I think those are the things we um, we have to search for and uh, start to learn about ourselves. And to come out on the other side of that, for me, it has been a spiritual thing. For me, it's been prayer and seeking God. Find something, whatever it is, that is going to help you just take care of yourself. And it's going to help you understand, like, who are you? Not the person you want to be, not the person you think you want to be, or the th- that you think you should be. Who are you right now? What makes you tick? What's hard for you? What do you love? What are those things? And then accept that person because you can't love anyone else fully until you can understand that you are a person worth loving. That's how I became a happier mom, through loving myself. All right, friends, that's all I have for today's episode. I know it wasn't super practical advice, um, but I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was helpful. I hope it spoke to you. I hope it was good for your heart in some way. Come on over to Instagram. Let me know how you like this episode and I will talk to you guys next week.